the volume. This Sessions is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. They're America's number one sportsbook for a reason, y'all. It's so easy to use. It's safe and secure. That's one of the main things for me. I don't want any BS. I love that there's no BS with FanDuel. Plus, you get your winnings fast. Now winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours. Plus, it's super fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. It's awesome. So if you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with the promo code Renee, that's R-E-N-E-E, so that they know that I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Wyoming, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org slash chat for Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER, or visit fanduel.com slash RG for Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP for Louisiana, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY for New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 and 1-800-522-4700 for Wyoming. Visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spooky Sessions. It is the haunting season, and I love doing a good-themed month. We're talking ghouls, we're talking goblins, we're talking ghosts, all of the great things about Halloween. So... The other week we had on Rachel Evans, she is like ghost expert extraordinaire, huge fan, super fun episode. If you've not listened to that episode yet, I implore you go back, listen, she breaks down all things ghosts, different levels of ghosts, sleep paralysis, um, exorcism things. She's got the, she's got a finger on the pulse of all of it. But during that episode, I was talking about one of the houses that I grew up in that was for sure haunted or had some kind of a ghost spirit situation. I don't know if you guys are the same, but I feel like when, if you've been haunted ever before, um, but I feel like memories that you have from when you were like younger, sometimes I'm like, am I fabricating that? Am I making some of that up? So to really take a deep dive on the ghost that was in our house, I brought on the experts of that, my mom, Carol, and my brother, Eric. So we all lived in that house. We all had different experiences. We all had very similar experiences. Um, And we get into the whole thing. My mom also like sprinkles in some other like random ghost moments that she's had. Whatever. I'll let you guys listen and come to your own conclusions. (laughs) Here it is, guys. Here's my mom, Carol, and my brother, Eric. So I had Rachel Evans on the other day and we were talking about how I lived in a haunted house at one point. So to now further dive into this story, I've brought on my mom, Carol. Hi, mom. It's a podcast. So you you got to say hi and not just a wave. Oh, hi. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's video too. Uh, and then my brother, Eric, what up? Hello. Okay. So we can all confirm that, yes, we lived in a haunted house. Yes. We lived in a house where strange things happened. Wait, are you going to kind of like be on the side that you don't believe that the house was haunted? 
Well, I guess that depends on what we think like a haunting is. Okay, that's fair. In in my opinion, there was a ghost in that house. Is I don't know that I don't know that that means that you're haunted, but for the sake of it sounding better to say that the house was haunted. It was a friendly ghost. Like it never did stuff to scare us. It was just like I don't know if you guys remember or not, but remember when we had Ike the Rottweiler, he would always sit in the corner of the living room and stare at the corner. He did that all the time. And that is definitely a sign. And Sid did that too, because we had the boxer. He also did that. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. Animals are really um, in tune to spirits. And I totally 100% believe in them. And plus somebody died in our house. So. Okay. You're jumping ahead. Sorry. Slow down. Just calm it down (laughs) for one second. Okay. So I feel like I've talked about this a ton, whether it's just like talking to friends. I've spoken about it on the podcast before in different like instances, but there's a part of me that's like, am I making some of this up or like, am I remembering it differently than it actually happened? Am I like fabricating things? I don't know. So I'm going to like give you guys the floor. What was like, I'll, I'll go to Eric first. What was like your first, like, I guess when you really noticed that something was like happening, that was weird. Well, I think the first thing that we both noticed was the sound of someone walking down the stairs that were in between both of our bedrooms. Yeah. Like our bedrooms mirrored each other. We lived in a bungalow and there was like three or two, you know, three or four stairs that went down to our bedrooms and it was our bedrooms faced each other. Yeah. Like our, our, I think our bedrooms were, like extensions off the back of the house. I don't think those rooms were originally on that house. Um, Yeah. So there was like four steps that went down and then, you know, like my bedroom was on the right and yours was on the left. I remember waking up one night and we had both heard the same thing and we kind of had both opened our doors and we're like, who just walked down the stairs? You know, it wasn't either one of us sneaking out. I don't think. Yeah, like I remember hearing like a lot of like the pacing up and down the stairs. Like that was a for sure. And I always feel like there was like bangs on our doors. Like I remember bangs hitting my doors and you and I, same thing. We'd open up our doors and be in the hallway. Like what was that? And I mean, I feel like that only lasted like a little while though. Like that didn't persist. Like I feel like that only happened for like a fairly short period of time. It's enough time for me to be scared out of my pants. It did go away. And it's because um, a friend of mine who was really into spirits and stuff, he said, if you read this passage out loud from a Bible, the spirit will go. And I honestly think it did. But I was like shitting myself reading that. (laughs) And we'll we'll get into that stuff, because I think that is kind of what like closes a lot of this stuff out. But We were older. We were not like kids when this happened either. So it's not like we have like a child's mind of what had happened. Like we were both like teenagers. You were just about to go off to college. But we never, none of us really spoke about this when we all lived in the house together. Like I don't feel like we were ever like the house is haunted, right? I don't feel like we actually talked about that until you moved out. I moved to LA and then we all started kind of talking about it. I guess it did kind of persist because Justin, my friend, moved in after college was done and lived there for a couple months. And he experienced the same things, didn't he? 
Well, Justin and I would also go to um, the the old Whitby Insane Asylum. So maybe we were like conjuring up some ghosts with that. I mean, I, I, used to, I used to go there all the time. Maybe we brought something home. That was like the thing to do for us when we were like teenagers was to go like hang out. There's like an old abandoned uh, mental hospital. But, you know, that's kind of what I was saying is like, was it a haunting or was it something else? Because haunting, I guess, is tied to a place Whereas like a poltergeist or something else like that is tied to a person. Funny that you say that too, because so when I had Rachel Evans on, she does um, like catching a ghost on camera. She does like a lot of those like discovery travel shows. Like she is like in on the ghost. She's got her finger on the pulse. She knows what's up. And I was explaining to her some of these things. And mom, do you remember when you were, you would like be in the shower and you would heard my voice? Oh yeah. That was the big kicker for me. I was in the, I wasn't in the shower. I was just in the bathroom with the door closed. You guys were sleeping. You dropping a deuce? No, not that day. And um, <laughs> and I heard someone say Lola, like our, my little dog called Lola, who was in the bathroom with me. And I opened the door and I went, oh, that's weird. No, no one's out there. It was a lady's voice. And then I went down to check on you guys. You were out cold. And I'm like, okay, that was weird. I had also heard a voice in the bathroom as well. You did? I didn't know that. I was home alone. And I was like getting ready to go meet some friends or something. And I was in the bathroom. I think I had just gotten out of the shower and I heard someone whisper my name like directly in my ear. And what's weird about that too is, so I was telling this to Rachel when I, like I had a whispering right in my ear as well, but I was sleeping and it was one of those, like I woke up and I was like, was that a dream? Did that actually happen? But I could have sworn that I felt like someone's like hot breath even on my face. And they whispered in my ear, I'm coming with you. And it was when I was moving to LA. Like I woke up and I was like, that must have been a dream. Like what the hell? But if it like whispered in your ear too, like, yeah, I know you're not. You're not coming with me. Leave me alone. So, but she was saying, Rachel was saying, I don't know for, for you, mom, if it was trying to like imitate my voice or what. But she said that can be like a pretty bad sign that it's actually not like a friendly ghost. I think this was a friendly ghost for sure. Or spirit, not a ghost, like a spirit, because I mean, it never did stuff. What's the difference? Is there a difference between a ghost and a spirit? Well, I think a ghost is like Halloween. A spirit is like someone's spirit. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I got you. <laughs> and also when I moved out of that house and I moved into Keswick, I was sleeping and something lifted the end of my bed. That freaked me out. I'm like, oh my God, did that ghost or spirit follow me? Have you guys had anything happen after those things? I never had anything happen since we moved out of that house. Me neither. I just had that thing in Keswick because I went, oh my gosh, did that spirit follow me? But then that was the only thing I experienced and it was like kind of weird, but um yeah, I was not afraid of the spirit on Simpson Road, though, at all. I didn't. Not that I would say that I felt afraid of it. But I mean, ghosts are fucking terrifying anyways. Like, I'm not I don't want to, like, be around ghosts. So I would like to put that out to the universe. I would let them move in with me. Like, I just. Why do you like them so much? You know, as long as they're friendly and, you know, just want to hang. It's fine. It's nice <laughs> to have some company, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I live alone. Yeah, that's right, Eric. Yeah. Hell no. So <laughs> I'm not talking to myself. I'm talking to my ghost friend. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's it, it. I they all freak me out. I don't really want anything to do with with any of it. But um, 
Yeah, like what, Eric, didn't you see something on the stairs or something at one point? Or were you stoned at that point? Uh, well. <laughs> yes and yes. <laughs> I don't think I saw anything on the stairs, no. It was just always, you know, hearing something there. I always felt like something was like watching me. Like I would always just have that like eerie feeling of like something being over my shoulder, something watching, like especially when I was in my bedroom, like because we had our computers in our room. So we were always in there like doing homework and, you know, doing whatever instant messenger chat. (laughs) But I always just felt like something was like there watching. Again, with those two rooms being add ons to the house. Like, I'm curious if, like, something was disturbed in the soil or something um, with that addition being made in the back there. Real poltergeist. Our house also backed on to, like, a hospital. God, I never thought about that. That's right. We were directly across the street from the hospital. I honestly think it was the lady that died downstairs. Just a preface for people, this house, it was a bungalow, but there was a full basement apartment as well. And the woman that died lived in the basement apartment before we ever moved in there, right? Just before we moved in there. Because I bought that house from one of my clients and uh, she sold it uh, because they they weren't living in there. They had a monstrous house. And uh, when the lady died, she sold the house. Okay, so I mean, I feel like that kind of just like puts a button in it that like the woman that had died, it must have been that. I remember being in the basement one time and like basements are creepy anyways. That basement wasn't actually creepy because it was a finished basement. But I would always haul my ass up those stairs real quick. As, As soon as I shut off those lights, I was like booking it out of there. I was up those stairs. But I remember being downstairs one time and I had a can of Coke, probably Diet Coke, um, and it started to spin and move down the table. Granted, I'm sure that was just like the condensation from it. And like, I'm sure it wasn't a ghost, but I've never fucking moved faster in my life as I did when that happened. Like thinking that it was like right there moving. My well, I, I did hear her talk like um, when, when Lola was in the bathroom with me and she, she called Lola's name. It was like so weird. Like I would even like have like girlfriends come over and like sleep over and not tell them that like I wouldn't I wouldn't be like, hey, by the way, there's a probably a ghost in my house. Like that was never a conversation being had. But when we'd be sleeping, same thing as like Eric was saying too, where like they'd be like, what is that sound? Like I remember even hearing like the like the dishwasher opening, like there was a lot of action happening. Like it was a very active ghost slash spirit, I would say. And, you know, um. Like when people are dying, also they see spirits. When my grandmother died, she would do the same thing. Like when she was dying, she would also look up to the ceiling and say, Oh, look, there's, you know, and she'll say the, you know, her relatives' names that she could see and stuff. I'm sure there's a, you know, physical reason for that. It's your brain. Okay, you're not here to dispel the ghosts. Just let the ghosts and the angels live and exist. Also, when my mom was uh, in palliative care, in her room, she would look at, she'd see, saw the bathroom door, it was closed, and she went, oh, look at all the names of the people who died in this room. And I'm like, what? Hell to the no. And she could see the list of names on the door. One of them was my aunt. No, sorry, she would be my cousin. She also died in that same bed, which is 
palliative care, but she also died in that same bed. Football season is underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up now with the promo code Renee, R-E-N-E-E. FanDuel has all of your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. You can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. And with live betting, you'll get updated odds on games that have already started. And the app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. And you get paid your winnings real super duper fast. So sign up today. Use the promo code Renee, R-E-N-E-E, for your no sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Disclaimer, 21 in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG for Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 for Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat for Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT for Indiana. 1-877-770-STOP for Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369 for New York. The TN Red Line, 1-800-889-9789 for Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 for Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. Okay, so all this stuff is happening. Eric moves out to college. I'm getting ready to move to California. And that's when I feel like you and I really spoke about this on like, I don't know if it was like on the flight there or like leading up to whatever, but I remember you, you were going to do that passage thing when you got home. So what all went into this? Where did you get the passage? Who told you about it? What did you do? It was actually Wayne Ferguson. Family friend. He was really good friends with Mike Mandel. You know, the, um, oh, what is he, what does he do? He does like, uh, you know, he'll bring people up and hypnotize them and all that. And he was really tuned to spirits. And so Wayne said, read this passage. And I honestly couldn't tell you what passage it was, but you have to read it out loud because Mike had told him that. So when you guys were at home, I'm sitting there reading it. And honestly, I'm going, okay, this is really scary. <laughs> what if it turns the ghost like into a psychopath? Honestly, <laughs> the like ghost like enters your entire soul and takes you over. Holy shit. Yeah. But honestly, I don't think I had any more activity with that ghost after that, but I was kind of bummed that I did that actually. You're weird. I know. I live by myself. I need company. That's extra reason. If I was living by myself, I for sure would not want to ghost there. Get another dog or something. I could live by a house right next to a gravesite and no problem. I could not. There's no way. I don't know if you know this, but when somebody close to you dies and you start finding dimes, that's the spirit telling you that they're watching over you. And you would not believe... Like Marilyn, Rhonda, like all of this, all of a sudden started finding dimes. Those are all my aunts, by the way. Yeah. Like we all started finding dimes and, uh, I haven't found any for a long time, but, uh, when mom first died, I did, and I didn't know what it meant. I just went, oh, that's weird. Why do I have all these dimes? And then a friend of mine is, um, indigenous Indian. And he said, oh, that's your, a spirit trying to let you know they're looking over you. Oh, I'll tell you another story. 
One of my friends, a client friend died a little while ago and he never, ever kept changing his car. And his girlfriend, I was talking to his girlfriend and she said, Carol, it's the weirdest thing. She said, um, I went into his car and there was a dime on each seat. She goes, he never, ever had change in his car or like on his seat. So when you, when I die and you guys find dimes, just saying, hey. <laughs> yeah, throw a little cash my way. Um, okay, so that I feel like kind of like wraps up the like Simpson Road uh, ghost story. Uh, I feel like it was it would have been the woman that died. But I think to what you said too, Eric, of like, we were directly across the street from a hospital. Maybe it was multiple ghosts. Maybe it was more than one. I don't think it was the woman that died. I mean, and do we even know that she, like she died there? She did not die in the house, though, did she? No, she died there. She lived there, but she did not die actually in the house. No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it was in the house. No, because she had cancer, didn't she? Didn't she die in the hospital? And I don't know that she had cancer. I don't know where you got that from. Mm, conflicting answers here. I'm not sure where I got that from either, but I'm pretty sure that that's factual. She wasn't like murdered in the house or anything. Oh, no. No, she'd probably be angry if she was. So, mom, you have seen ghosts before, though, right? Like, I think you you are certainly the one that is conjuring these ghouls up because that's sort of my only standalone. I do feel like maybe I saw one when I was very young. I have like a very like vivid, strong memory of living on Andrea and feeling like there was like a ghost. Like I woke up and there was like a ghost like on my chest. But I was like four, so I could be wrong. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I also feel like we watched like horror films quite a bit earlier than maybe, you know, kids should. When I first moved in with Marilyn and Pat, I was, I moved from Ottawa. I was only about 20. Marilyn and Pat is her sister and brother-in-law. I woke up, honestly, I was horrified. I couldn't talk. I couldn't scream. There was a man sitting on my bed and he just kept going like this. Like tilting his head back and forth. It freaked me out. And then I must have just like passed out or something. And I told Marilyn about it. And she said she had this pretty much the same thing happen to her. That was like the most horrifying thing that ever happened to me. Because I'm like, oh, my God. And I just I couldn't get any sound out of me. I was horrified. Maybe it was just an actual man that lived in a crawl space. Ooh. Yeah, maybe. But no, he, it was Popping weird. Up to get a little pee. And it was nobody that I knew, you know, like because I could see his face and everything. It was just like, Wow. That's really strange. And also when Marilyn and Pat lived in England, um, Marilyn. They you got all the ghost stories. Keep them coming. Oh, yeah. Um, the, Mar they lived in, you know, a house with their aunt. And they had a pub downstairs. And Marilyn was tired, so she went up to bed. She lived on, like, the top floor. She looked at her window, and there was a man hanging from the tree. It's disturbing. And that happens a lot. And she wasn't the only one that saw it. She was there with um. I don't even know what band, but there was some other band. They were all close friends from Toronto, and they experienced something like that, too. Now, that would scare me. All of this would scare me. Even, like, if Casper showed up in my house, like, I understand you're friendly, but please vacate the premise. I'm not interested. I'm all about spirits. They don't argue with you. They don't have attitude. <laughs> well, sometimes they do have an attitude. Sometimes they do bring an attitude. Um, Eric, you just moved into a new house. Did you do any kind of like cleansing ritual to your house? No, I haven't. So you should probably do one, says me, who also lives in a house from 1880 and didn't do anything either. But, you know, it is spooky season. So we'll see 
if anything pops up here. I did start doing like a bit of, I did start doing like a bit of digging and I found some information, not on the house specifically, but I guess like a lot of these houses were lived in by people that were in World War One. Uh, so, you know, there's probably maybe some bad energy here somewhere. Guys, not to freak anybody out here, but we just had to restart the record again. This is my second episode for like my spooky Halloween series talking about ghost things where the recording has like abruptly stopped. I understand the internet can be a little shoddy from time to time, but I think that it's more ghosts. It's internet ghosts. They're haunting us all. It's all happening. Um, uh, so yes, when I moved into the house in Vegas, I did, um, I did like a whole saging process. So I made John walk around the house with me. I was like, I think we've got to like do it together. We like are holding hands and like fucking saging every corner of the house. Then I read that you're actually, you have to open all the windows so that the spirits can all get out or not the spirits, but like the bad energy can all get out of your house. So then I did it again to try to like just cleanse the house. And granted, I never had any kind of like weird, that house never felt weird or creepy to me. And now our, our new old house, same thing. We moved in here and I, I didn't do anything to this house though, but I, I'm kind of with you, Eric, that like, I like moving into this house that was built in 1880. I was like, okay, there's got, it's going to be creaky. It's, I'm going to hear stuff like it's, it's got to freak me out. And I've really not felt that at all in this house. So I'm just, yeah, I'm going to let sleeping dogs lie, I guess. So, okay, Eric, you just moved into your new house. It's old. You also have a young child at home, sweet little baby Paul. What would you do if Paul starts seeing something or if Paul starts talking to like an imaginary friend slash ghost? What is your like parental reaction to that? I have seen enough ghost movies that the house would be up for sale. <laughs> that is so John too. John's like, he always yells at me. He's like, you bring the ghost. If there's a ghost in this house, like we are out of here. Like he, I'll sell this house so fast. He does not mess around with it. Every ghost movie is like, oh, well, you know, we'll just sort of deal with it. And, you know, we got a good deal on this house, which we didn't. <laughs> you did not. No, you did not. <laughs> you know, it's like, gotta, gotta stay. It, no, we'd be gone. Yeah. F that. Yeah. I got no time for that. Absolutely not. And like we back into like the woods too. I'm going to freak myself out now. I'm home alone tonight. Now I'm going to be like shitting my <laughs> pants. No, like keeping all the lights on at night. I know. Oh John my God. hates it when we talk about ghosts. He's like, shut up. Hates it. Yeah. Hates it. Yeah. He doesn't even want to watch scary movies right now. He's done with my <laughs> shit. <laughs> he wants nothing to do with oh. it. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, hey, I feel like I, I don't know that we debunked anything or really. I don't know. I, 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 it's like, I guess, kind of reassuring to me that we are all on the same page, especially about the Simpson Roadhouse. And we all had such similar experiences from like the whispering in the ears to hearing a voice to the pacing and the steps and the knocks on the doors. Because, yeah, I mean, the farther removed you get from that, I mean, yeah, I mean, shit, we were teenagers. We're getting old now. In my head, I'm like, that did that actually oh, did happen the way sure it, did, it did, right? Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I know that it did. It's just like sometimes I feel like I'm like fabricating it in my head or like. Yeah, but you know, a lot of people it was don't so, get that experience of, um, you know, being near a spirit. But there are a lot of people who do. And we're one of them or three of them. 
Yeah, I mean, I think there's something too to like being receptive to it, which I think I'm receptive to it. I know you for sure are, mom. And yeah, I mean, I, I Eric, you love scary shit too. You'd be you'd be all about putting out a ghost vibe. I like scary shit, and I like the idea of it, but I'm not also sure that I believe in it. Why? How could you say you don't believe in it after everything we just talked about? I don't know. I I, I guess there's probably some sort of explanation for everything. And I guess, you know, going directly to like, Oh, it's, you know, the spirit of some person that's just walking up and down our stairs, knocking on the door. Yeah. But if you both heard it at the same time, that's the thing that freaks me out. And like, I, I often, when I'm telling people this, like preface it to like, I mean, you and I were like pretty opposites as teenagers. It's not like we were like buddy, buddy meeting up in the hallway in the middle of the night. And it's like we would both pop our head out and be like, what the fuck just happened? Like we for sure like that. Like if it was just me or just you, but the fact that it was happening to both of us at the same time, like and it was always around like two, three o'clock in the morning, which is like a haunting. They call it like the demonic hour, the witching hour. I, I don't know how you could like not believe. Right. After having something like that. Well, I'm not saying I don't believe that something happened and that we, you know, heard something and felt. No, but you were saying you don't believe that it was a ghost. So you think like when you die, you turn into a ghost and you're just like flapping around? I think some people can. I don't think everybody does. No, I think think it's spirits who are uh, not ready to leave yet and and then they leave. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Ghost? He was not ready to go. He hung around, took care of business. Great movie. Patrick Swayze. What a guy. Renee, I just remembered another story. Do you remember when we used to, um, I took you guys out to Salem Road because there was a, there was a ghost. You honestly were hysterical. That's the hardest I've ever cried in my life. So that's what I was going to get to next. So not only were we in this like house that was like potentially haunted, then Eric and I and like all of our friends, we would go to the Whitby Insane Asylum, which is like definitely kicking up the dirt of some ghouls. And like, if you want to talk about a spirit that has unfinished business, you walk through like the underground tunnel system of like whatever was happening at this mental institute. Um, It was like basically like American Horror Story, like season two to the insane asylum. Um, but then we would go to Salem road. So there's like this old lore that Salem road, uh, between it's like Ajax Whitby borderline, um, that if you, what was it, th- what was it, Eric, that if you would go, if you went at a certain time, there would be like a light that would come like shining down the street. It, it was some guy, it was a guy riding on his motorcycle. Cause he got killed out there. This is not Salem road. This is ghost road in Port Perry. Uh, there was a old um, uh, graveyard on Salem Road when you went up like quite far north that was supposedly haunted. Um, and I guess there was like a rumor of a witch coven that used to operate up near there. Uh, but then, yeah, Ghost Road was in Port Perry. So it was on like Scugog Lake. It was on like a little island and you would drive up and you'd park at a certain place on the road and you'd, you know, you sit there and watch. And sometimes you would see like a light come down the road um, and then it would disappear. And sometimes when you would look behind you, you would then see a red light, like a, you know, the, the brake light of a, a motorcycle. I thought that was in Ajax, uh, Salem Road. 
No, I actually think he's right because I do remember us driving a little bit. It was, yeah, no, I think he's definitely right about that because I remember being like farther away and we drove farther. So my mom took us, it was me, mom, Eric, and then I think Matt Clark, who was my boyfriend at the time. (laughs) And uh, I remember being in the back seat and fucking crying. Like I might've been having a panic attack. Did we actually see the light that night? No, we didn't see anything because I no because Renee was screaming too much. I so remember that I was like howling. I was so afraid. And I think Jackie Jordan was with us. Yeah, she was probably with us. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh my god! Yeah, you were just like it's like Renee, settle down. But you were like no. Nah! I was freaking. Well, that probably goes to the fact that we were allowed to watch a lot of scary movies early on. I was definitely afraid that I was going to be haunted or it was a scary dark road right so it was scary and we went there to see a ghost and I was like ready to die I feel like I always like instigated my group of friends to go do this stuff like I think I found out about ghost road and I'm like let's go some of us went up and we saw something and then like I would we would bring like groups of people up there we brought a video camera at one point I videotaped it and I wish I knew where any of that was now my understanding is that like the uh the explanation for this is that there's a road that's further down and since you're on a lake it's kind of this like weird reflection of a car coming down on a road that's on the other side of the lake i know you're such a ruiner okay don't ruin all the just let us live in fantasy land i hate when things are debunked All right, it's a it's a headless ghost <laughs> motorcycle rider that that comes through and drives right through your car and then follows you home and whispers in your ear and walks up and down your stairs. Uh, and that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes our ghost stories of the Paquette McKay household. Um, it did all happen, and we were all there. I'm not crazy. You're not crazy. You're not crazy. Um, ghosts exist. Ghosts exist. It's early when we're recording this, guys. I'm a little dumb and I'm on my first coffee. Um, okay, well, hey, happy haunts to everybody. Hopefully, hopefully your new house, new old house is not haunted, Eric. Hopefully mine is also the same, but we're coming up on a year. I think we're good. If it is haunted, I will know in the next couple of weeks. Yes, tis the season for the, the ghouls to rear their cute little ghoul heads. That's right. I know. I wish I, I wish I had ghosts out here, but I don't. Well, maybe you should have a little seance. Yeah, or maybe I'll just go take a little hike through that mental institute. I actually think they closed that all up. It's not there. I think it's still there, though, but I don't think they tore it down. There's a new building there now. All the old buildings and all that are gone now. I'm actually really glad that we got to see all that stuff. Like, there's no way you could go and do something like that now. I can't believe that we're just like, as like teenagers, we're like, let's go check out these like old abandoned buildings. And like, yeah, security guards would eventually come chase us out. But I feel like they've actually like built houses on top of where that was. Oh, my God. (laughs) I would totally buy a house there. Oh, my God. Well, Mom, I feel like maybe if you had a little seance or like, why don't you get like a Ouija board? You could probably get a ghost in your house that way. Have you ever done a Ouija board? Uh, when I was a kid, you know, but don't you have to do it with somebody else though, or just by yourself? Get your neighbor to come over. Yeah, they're probably all afraid of ghosts, so. As most people should be. I think you can do Ouija by yourself, though. I don't know that you want to open that portal by yourself. I think that's a little sketch. I don't recommend it. Uh, that wouldn't bother me at all. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, happy Halloween. 
I'll see you guys. By the time this airs, I'll be in Toronto. So, yay, Canada! Are we taking the kids to Whitby Psych or Ghost Road this week? <laughs> we should. Let's take. Let's take the babies. Let's make sure they know they under they have this deep rooted fear of ghosts the same way that we did. I would like to carry that on through generations. Let's go back out to Ghost Road and just see what happens. John John will be me crying in the back. He'll be over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That <laughs> uh, all right, happy Halloween, everybody. Shout out to Carol and Eric for hopping on here and um, going back down memory lane of our ghost haunting in Ajax, Ontario on Simpson Road. Definitely a little bit creepy. I feel like I could have had like some girlfriends on here to like maybe back that up as well that that it hurt things. Never saw anything really, but definitely always heard things. Very, very creepy. I don't know, man. I'm a firm believer in ghosts. But I do feel like after like my mom talking about like all the different instances she had, I feel like my mom maybe brought the ghost on. Is that a fair assessment? Should I sage my mom? Maybe I should read a passage at my mom with a sage. Maybe like light a candle with intention and cleanse her. Maybe Carol's bringing the ghosts. Something to think about. A little food for thought, a little ghost for thought. Um, If you guys have any cool ghost stories, let me know. I love hearing about stuff like this. I mean, I I could listen all day and like have all these conversations. I think they're so fun. It's so fascinating. It's terrifying. But for some reason, something really fun about being scared. A good scare. It's almost like nothing really bad's happening, you know? Also, God, our minds just like really take over. I think as soon as the idea is planted in your head, even like after me doing these episodes, after having Rachel Evans on, after having my family on, and talking about ghosts and stuff, I just feel like my senses all of a sudden become heightened. I'm like, great, now ghost is going to pop up because I'm like thinking about it, I'm feeling it, I'm like open to it. So hopefully not, but if anything changes, I'll let y'all know. All right, guys, spooky season is upon us. Show me your like house decorations, how we're decorating for Halloween, our costume ideas. I want to know all of it. Hit me up, check all this stuff out on YouTube. Just search for Nate Paquette's all on there. Like, subscribe, share, tell everybody, blah, 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 blah. Love you guys. Bye.